Welcome to Driven Podcast, where we talk about car mods in the Canadian market. Today, we'll get some feedback on our very first podcast, and we'll discuss some of the trends we're going to see in 2020. Coast to Coast Car Talk starts right now. got a phone call from uh, a vendor right um, had to watch it twice took offense took a, a lot of offense the first time you listened to it offense to what uh, just how we described competitors and exhibitors but I think that's I, I mean I, I'm a I, when I listen to podcasts I, you only have about 70% of my attention right and if you hear something, you might have to go back and listen to it again. It's fine. And, and I, I don't think anything that was said that was untrue. And I think he got that the second time he listened oh. to it. But because he, again, it's podcast, right? You're, you, you, people might be listening to this while they're vacuuming. Well, that's a bad example. Um, working on their car. Yep. Uh, they might catch 70% of the content and maybe... They caught the stuff that might have given them a wrong impression about the message. And I think in this case, he had to listen to it twice. And the second time, he did get it. But because he did get that initial reaction from it, he just, it was more of a warning saying, hey guys, you know, this is the other side. And I think that's good. That's we. What's the other side, though? Well, the, the, the other side, I mean, when he first heard it, yeah. his, he, how he took it was, we were uh, talking down competitors and exhibitors. And as a competitor and exhibitor himself, who has spent a lot of time and effort, he's a, he's on the good side. He's, these are the guys we're saying we should be promoting, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you haven't listened to the first con- podcast, you should, really. Um, he, he initially thought, wow, after all this effort, this is the, the message you're sending us. Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, but it took, I mean, a second listen, and then he got it, right? Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. I just, I think it's ridiculous that people are so easily offended. Like, good to God. And it's not that we have to try to offend people, but that's the whole point of the podcast, is that we're going to have to take on topics that will somewhat be polarizing, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I still don't think it was that polarizing a conversation. All we're saying is... Um, don't be a dick. I mean, if that's polarizing to you, fine. You do you, boo. Honestly, just yeah, like, just do you. <laughs> that's that's what it all boiled down to. So so I mean, that's the message: is just go have fun and enjoy your exactly. hobby. Yeah, go have fun, be a good person. I don't know. If what somebody takes is. offense to that, then this isn't the podcast for them. To un- click unsubscribe, unfollow, and piss off. Yeah, I mean, don't they- do that. But like. <laughs> Well, <laughs> if all it's you know. going to do is make you angry, I agree. This isn't the right podcast for yeah. you. Why would you put yourself through pain, right? So, and, and I think uh, we have to be genuine in our comments, right? And that's the genuine Jeff. Right? Well, I mean, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm stepping outside of any norms for me. You know, I'm not putting up airs or anything. Mm-hmm. No, this is Jeff. <laughs> I've known him for a couple of years now. This is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean... When it comes to, but to we content. got a reaction, yes. which ultimately is what we were looking for, hundred percent, right? like hundred percent, good or bad. We wanted it. It's better that that somebody took offense to it 
then didn't hear a word we said. You know what I mean? Well, so, and that's a challenging part is is if you're gonna obviously do a podcast, gotta try not to be boring. Yeah. It yeah, I'm still not sold on that, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I wanted to get uh, uh, Mike Beaumont in on this second podcast, but it is the holiday season. It's hard to coordinate schedule. I'm actually surprised that we were able to find time, the three of you guys. How was your guys' Christmas? Christmas was good. Standard fare for me, you yeah. know, um, with younger children. Mm-hmm. Christmas isn't really your own. It's just about them. Yeah. So for sure, Nathan, you being all about yourself. Yeah. Millennial, millennial selfish. What what car parts <laughs> did you buy for yourself? I'm sure you. you met. Jeff and I spent all our money on like gifts for family, and toys, toys. And... I mean, like I did part of that too, but I made sure. Oh, we're getting a little bit of feedback. No, it won't show. Okay, I made sure beforehand to buy myself some some parts. Yeah. Before Christmas? Before Christmas, for sure. Way before Christmas. You don't like try and hit... Is there, do, do car parts hit Boxing Day sales? I don't even pay attention. No, I don't think so. I just no. hit Black Friday, end of season. That does it? That nice. does it for What'd me. What'd you get? I got suspension, hydro, new brake lines. What? <laughs> you know, maintenance stuff. Hydro? Yeah. What's hydro? A hydraulic handbrake. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I've never... Wee, 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 boy. I've never heard it called a hydro before. Oh. Shorthand. Nice. Yeah. Drifters. Kids. Drifters. Kids. You know, the, the, don't the, know anything. The new the, the new skaters of 2000. And the the 2020s. Yeah. Figure yeah. skaters. Yeah. But uh, what do you think is going to happen in 2020? Like, where do you guys see things happening in the whole scene of things? Do you want to go first? I want to go first. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. I think there's going to be a lot of angry people. Angry people? <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot of people who... Who are going to be hmm, very unsatisfied with others? I feel like I feel like this tendency of uh, That's not sensitivity new. is going to be even more pronounced because as we kind of veered more towards the end of the decade, uh, us being in the position that we are, we really just watch a lot, and I notice it's becoming more and more of a trend where people try to individualize themselves, but at the same time, they take offense when they're critiqued. So I think there's going to be a lot of angry people <laughs> in the new year. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Um, I, I kind of lean into the more of that's standard fare, you know. Um, nobody's ever been able to, to handle the criticism well, so I don't think it's going to... I don't think it's going to see any spikes in that. Show wise, I don't know. I mean, uh, um, I think it's gonna, you know, wide body stuff's still gonna get puked out at an insane rate. Yeah, did people have been uh, talking about wide bodies going out of fashion forever? I don't think we're there yet, man. No, it's still coming. So, um, just looking at the the renders that have been put out for the C8 Corvette, that that car alone, I think, is gonna rejuvenate. Um, like like things like wide body and stuff because the 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 entry point is so much lower. Yeah. You know, like you see the wide body, the Liberty Walk, uh, you know, Lamborghinis and stuff, and it's it's cool and, but it, it's a it's a pretty high bar to get in to play that game, and I think like the C8 Vet, 
I think they're going to really, you know, it's, it's cheap to get cheaper to get into. It's all relative, but, mm -hmm. um, and I think you're going to see some fun stuff with that. Um, just based on what I've, what I've seen on the Supra, right? I, yeah. I think I was going to lean more towards the Supra in that respect, just because, uh, I believe with the vet, they're still sticking with the LT one, which is by far an incredible engine, but it doesn't leave much to be desired versus the B58 and the Supra. Yes, you have like wide bodies and stuff. People are going to be throwing on, but the B fifty eight itself is going to be more, I guess, playable. You know? It's still going to be the the vet's going to be a naturally aspirated five hundred horsepower mid engine dual clutch old man car, supercar, old man car. I, uh, from the factory, sure. Yes, but that's where I'm saying is it's not an old man car because. There's lots of guys that can drop the hundred K to pick one up yeah. and then, and then make it, you know, wide body, you know, stanced and, and straight piped and all that kind of stuff. And I honestly think it's going to be a huge boon for the aftermarket industry. I think that vet is going to just be bonkers. I really do more so than the Supra because the Supra one, it, it took, it, it, it took forever to develop. Mm -hmm. and it didn't when it came out everyone was like hey that's pretty nice but it didn't explode out of the gates whereas i think the the vet everyone was like wasn't expecting much mm -hmm. you know the expectation wasn't as high as it was for the supra yeah and what they got was like holy wow, wow. yeah that's that's then you know the numbers behind it just exceeding expectations yeah, it, it blew everyone's mind so i think that's going to really Things like that are gonna gonna go a long way. To, it's still to, got a lot of runway, really, because they're gonna come up with the special edition. Well, there's the still ZR, the ZR6, Six, the ZR1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all that stuff to come out, and they're talking like flat plane uh, crank, crank, just yeah, insane, yeah. you know, hybrid options, and just it's that car is gonna really, I think, drive a big chunk of the aftermarket industry going forward. Yeah. So, I'm really, you getting one? Am I getting one? Yeah. No. Oh. No, Mark Zito is done. Mark Zito is done. Sure he is. Mark Zito's full of it. <laughs> Mark, I don't... Ah, there's something I want to do, but uh, it'll come slowly. It won't be the big bang that I've done in the past. I'm going to bet it's going to be wide body. Uh, no. It, it could be. Yeah. Let me, but let me tell you the Supra, because I saw the SEMA stuff, and there were so many wide bodies. Mm -hmm. And that's one car that I really don't think needs a wide body. Like, I think it just needs aero, in my opinion. Yeah, I just it, think it like some subtle. It's got those nice hips on mm -hmm. it already so and sexy. just really nice curves. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Like the VET, I'm like, yeah, that, the renders I've seen look incredible. I'd be all over it. The Supra, I, I like the stock lines. I really do. It's a nice car. It's a very it's pretty car. It's grown on me. I it's initially very was car. very skeptical. Um, and, and then after I saw it in person and I've seen it out on the roads, like I don't care about the fake fence and all that crap. Yeah. That's just semantics to me. I think it looks great. It's, it's got a BMW engine, which isn't a downside to me. It's no, fine. I think it's great. I think people come around. I honestly, I think initially there, it was, it was a bigger deal. And now everyone's just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, you know, it's pulling a hundred horsepower on a tune, right? Yeah. It's, it's being, it's really tunable just like the old, the old Mark four was. So people are throwing so much power at that. Oh yeah. And it's awesome. I love it. Within mm -hmm. the first, what year it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So while I think wide bodies aren't 
going anybody anywhere. No, I think I think the trends that I see are ha- happening. Um, I think there's going to be that more. I I I see this like the kind of like the iPhone effect, right? You're going to come down. This it's going to come down to about maybe five or six major manufacturers for body for wide bodies. Mm. After that, people are not going to go to like the custom wide bodies. Is it not kind of already there though? I think it's already there. It, it is. There's, there's, you know, you know, you got your Liberty walk, your rocket bunny, bunny your yeah. pandem. There's the game game virus. And, um, virus. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and the, it's then already it's a, just, just a few. I mean like you, Oh, and Origin Lab. If Origin Lab. If, if you're a drifter, yeah, you're a hot boy. <laughs> yeah. If you're taking old Japanese cars. Yeah. But like, I don't think, I think we're already there. Well, I, for I the last four years, I've seen a lot of guys attempt to do their own white bodies. Kit? Like the, they'll, they'll bring out the chloroplast or however they do it. Yeah, yeah. Foam, <laughs> right? Well, yeah. like like that one, the, the true wide body G35 back in the day in Winnipeg where he cut all the fenders yeah. and then spread them and then oh, welded, welded them in. in. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that, that stuff awesome. will start to stop and people will start conforming to these few brands and customize it from there right yeah yeah i think i think we'll still see it i think but... wheels are the same thing as well i think everybody's going to conform to probably a dozen wheels i think i think and there's going to be certain less... brands but i think no. three-piece wheels to an extent aren't going to be as uh popular as they were why is that because there are a lot of companies now that i've noticing um like noticing are offering uh forged wheels mono monoblock wheels that are wide as hell uh yeah. and they've come down in price yeah they've come down in price no. you can get a t like i just a few months a couple months actually a month ago uh there's a new t37 for miatas that's like a 15 by 8 or 15 by 9 zero offset a huge wheel that's big for a miata it's huge for a miata but you think about it you can get a one-piece wheel now without going through the hassle of getting a three-piece you know, I just like the look of three-piece wheels myself. I think it's gaudy. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's gaudy. But I think there's just going to be a lot more options now for yeah. wider wheels, just because a lot of cars now require bigger wheels from the factory. So you're going to have to see that more often. Oh God, yeah. yeah. I mean, the technologies to to create the wheels has improved vastly, incredibly. Um, and then now, I mean, you're you when you're getting 21 inch stock wheels. I know it's stupid. It's it's ridiculous. Although I I think one of the guys from Audi um, was saying like I can't see how this can go over twenty three inches. So I don't know. Yeah, I think they're starting to to tame it down. I think yeah, nineteen twenties is going to be typically the norm now for it is. Cars. I think it's already. I think we're already there. Yeah, like nobody bats. Well, again, we're in Alberta, yeah. um, so we're skewed a little bit on trucks and stuff. And but those are all twenty inch wheels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, outside of that, I mean, I, I, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be, I mean, there's not a ton coming out this year outside of the vet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the new Bronco will, will give the, uh, the off-road communities something else to, you know, dig their teeth into outside of just Jeep products. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I think will be, um something that will help that aftermarket industry, which is already you know, booming, I'm sure. But uh, you What's know, your guys' feedback on companies like Mercedes 
starting to really wind down on AMG products. They have to. Okay. Just from a business standpoint, I mean, you can't, their lineup is massive, right? And what used to be one AMG, um, you know, model per, you know, C per class, line, yeah. per line, there's now like three or four. And um, I just think from a business standpoint, you know, the business case can't make sense. They're they're mowing their own grass when they've got a... a a35 and an a45 and it's the difference of 100 horsepower and you know what i mean like they're splitting concise hairs it. yeah just make it concise yeah yeah from a business standpoint yes from an enthusiast standpoint um yeah i i don't see the point in either like i think enthusiasts are going to be veering towards one certain uh, chassis or body style from mercedes and like obviously that would probably be the place to put an AMG model there. Uh, I don't think you'd need it for like each specific, like let's say CLA 45 or 55 and or GLA. You don't need all of that. You need the C63. You yeah, don't you need, need the just... C43. You know, um, I don't know if they're doing a 53, but that might I just be know. E classes and stuff. Um, you know, and I think that's just the way that the world is going, right? Like it's, it, it doesn't make wise, sense. It doesn't make sense at all. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Mm-hmm. But in terms of um, older cars, I think that's going to be an ongoing trend. People are going to continue to seek out those barnyard finds. The bring back the eighties. Yes, I think that's still going to be very popular. Like Rocket Bunny Pandem, Chakiotos continually putting out body kits for these older. Mm-hmm. 80 style vehicles yeah the e30s the 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 190s you know all that kind of stuff which i think is great because there's some good they're good building blocks and they're they're becoming affordable right mm-hmm. and well, i mean not really we still have so many people do when you once you start having like people demand the cars and the cars start getting well, and that's what i'm just gonna hero, say i don't think it's working sure. i don't think the, it's working the, the specific hero cars yes but i'm i'm actually thinking people are going to seek out more and more niche cars unique niche yeah. cars right like just, obviously you're trying to find a, like a 240z for good luck right like an old school nsx good luck right but there's some really good sport compact cars that have yeah they're they're giving they're giving viable alternatives right Mm -hmm. to those to to you know hey i've always wanted an air cooled 911 Mm -hmm. and the reality is i'm not getting an air cooled 911 so you know i can look at other cars now that that you know and i can have some fun with and it's just giving people options which i think is great you know you don't have to buy a hundred thousand dollar car to have a cool wide body you know Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff so no, just need, you need a vet. <laughs> well, I guess that's just from a, from a new car standpoint. I think that that car is going to move the needle. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. It's been very well received. What about the local trends in terms of uh, the car scene and things? I saw like this year, obviously Vancouver's had its issues with VIs. VIs yeah. yeah well, I think that's that- a sad one. Yeah, and I, I was—I'll be first to admit—I thought it'd be similar to other cities. I think, I thought that by now it'd go away. It'd go away. Yeah, but they're—it's ongoing. 
Well, yeah, there's just that that post about the stock. What was it, a Land Rover? Yeah, Land Rover got pulled over. For its OEM exhaust, like, what do you expect it to uh, yeah. sound like? A hybrid? It's got a big old engine in there. So I'm, I mean, that's shocking that it's still going on. You, you'd think that would have somebody would have killed that by I now. Know. But yeah, um, but that just goes to show how small the community is in hot in relativity, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you put all this together, it seems like a pretty big number, but then you start breaking it down with relative to like general audience we're pretty niche we're very yeah. small so which is why you'll probably not get the support of city council to mm-hmm. loosen the grip on that type of stuff so right? unless you can convert all your cars to hybrids and then white body them you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just strange that the, the vehicles are targeting like it just doesn't make sense you know some of it is just not just I think the part that's also painful is the process by which you have to undertake when you get a VI. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hearing things like you obviously you're gonna have to take time off work uh, to get it inspected. You're gonna have to pay for an inspection yourself. And um, and just even to get, your road, get it back on the road. Yeah, and just to just to get a ticket quashed, you know, it's mm-hmm. time and money, and, yeah. and that's unfortunate, man. It really is. Yeah. But on the flip side, do you guys think this whole sideshow thing is going to continue to grow? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think realistically, yeah, just because of... It's the new street racing, Yeah, right? it's, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. I don't agree with it, but I think, you know, kids, they see things on the internet and there's no barriers to go throw a donut in, the, in an intersection. They don't know the risk. They've never, they haven't experienced it, so mm-hmm. they're just going to go do it, you know, and they think they're cool. Yep. There's always that temptation, even after our shows, right? Uh, oh yeah, big I mean, crowd like, of people. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mr. RWB decides to do a do a fat Bernie, <laughs> leaving the yeah. complex, but that didn't happen. That's, that, that's tradition. That, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, I think it's gonna be an interesting year next year. Um, I think you're gonna see. Uh, like as you travel, you're going to see a huge variety of, you're going to see discrepancies amongst the cities, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, as there should be. I mean, we already noticed that too. There's differences between every city already. Yeah. No, I think, it, I think it's, I think Alberta is going to be a bit of a grind next year. Um, the economics. You're yeah, you? Just yeah. the economics in Alberta, I think are going to be tough. Um, I think BC, you should, other than the VI stuff, I don't see much, changing out there and i don't know any of the other markets well enough to to speak intelligently to to you know what how saskatoon's going to do for you in winnipeg and um i think halifax because because i popped out there last year is going to be strong um but i can't speak to the rest yeah. you just like the food down in halifax yes but <laughs> also the people and the response was exceptional right like it was when, when Mark went out and said, hey, guys, um, we can't run the show tomorrow. Let's try and do it tonight. And just seeing the, the community out there embrace that and just get their phones out. Just and, be so supportive. Yeah, and just support yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I think they're, they're, they'll be hungry for a proper driven next year. So mm. Yeah, and we can't wait to show them what we originally we could have done yeah there's do. a lot there's a lot more planned for that than actually got executed. So. For sure, for sure. But no, I mean, I... I Alberta is going to be tough. 
that's the one that I can I can say that I think is going to be a bit of a, a bit of a grind next year. Yeah. But I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's necessarily as bad as the the picture that gets painted either. Mm. You know, um, people love doom and gloom. I feel like Alberta's pretty strong though. I mean, like I feel like the scene's been pretty strong for the past half a decade or so. That can't really like it's gone up and down through the like through the cycle, obviously. But I've never seen it totally wean off to a point where it's bleak. You know, well, granted, I'm also about like two, three decades younger than you, so yeah, that, I might, mean, that might play a factor. I, I, I remember some bleak times in, in Edmonton where it was just back in my day, <laughs> it just wasn't that it wasn't there. Um, and I don't know what, what the root cause or anything like that was, but uh, no, I mean, I, I think it's it's gonna be business as usual for the most part it's just gonna be like i'm not talking about you know huge struggles and challenges or anything like that i think for the most part it's gonna be business as usual um and i think the that the people you know that that are enthusiasts they're not going anywhere um you know we may not you may not pick up a bunch of new that's the only thing right you may not see the growth i don't think you're gonna see drops or anything like that i think i think that is starting to be concerned Obviously, and that's, I think, the, the other trend that I'm seeing is in the past three or four years, saw a lot of new young faces at the show. Maybe you're just getting older. That Everybody's young to me now. Mm-hmm. But the, Everybody uh, under 30 looks the same to me. So. <laughs> How old do you think I am? I don't know, like 18, 19? Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> that's pretty close. But I, I would, I mean, the thing is, I'm just not seeing as many younger kids get into cars. Yep. Which sucks. Yep. They're so into video games. I don't know if it's video games. I think it's, it's just different interests, you know? No, it's, I, I have a theory. Mm-hmm. My theory is it is the it is social media and the smartphone, the advent of the smartphone and streaming content. When I was a kid... If I wanted to find out what was going on in my world, which, you know, in high school isn't huge, but it's, I had to go find people and talk to them or, you know, and you had to go out if you wanted to, to, to do anything, you had to, to buy a magazine and read it. And and you couldn't talk about that too, but to get a magazine, you'd have to drive, get, go to the store to buy it or they walked or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and if you wanted to share your thoughts on it, you'd be calling up a buddy. Yeah. Um, and now they can achieve all of that. Like if I was a kid now, I could do all of that without leaving my couch with my smartphone. Um, you know, I can see my friends. I can talk to my friends. I can interact with my friends. I can watch movies with but my friends. But isn't there still interest in that? Like, I mean, you're still interested in cars. I'm just talking. Let's, let's be but when you, cars. But when you remove that piece of it, mm-hmm. when a car no longer equals freedom, mm-hmm. the interest is going to just drop across the board. So so that that's going to, in my opinion, wipes out a huge part of, of potential market. Are you talking about... People just not owning cars and not needing to own cars. I think all of the above is no, not needing to, not wanting to, not interested in it. Because if you don't need to own a car, Mm -hmm. the likelihood of you being interested in cars Mm -hmm. diminishes greatly. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. not a. You're right. It's not a. It's not a need. It's not a need now. 
it There's used to a car when I was you know when I was 16 years old a that's car was freedom and that's yeah. the first thing you needed was was to to you know explore beyond your block um and now there's the, the need isn't there. Mm-hmm. It's not there at all. And, and, and I don't think it's coming back. Um, I, I can't like the average age of, of people getting their driver's license continues to move up, you know, whereas it used to be, you know, probably 16 or 17 or around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably moving into the twenties now, I bet. Yeah. So, but those who are in it, I think are still as, or even more passionate about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. To your point about it's I think what that did is is, is probably washed away some of the quasi casual mm-hmm. you know and and the true <laughs> hardcore guys um they just love cars and that's it yeah I think what we're seeing is just like the people who are into it now and go the lengths to live and really enjoy cars are extremists like you could see them yeah. as like the extreme sports kind of people yeah. right. It's like, it's a really small group of people, but who love it passionately. But that's just because like, as you said, cars aren't a necessity, but at the same time, I don't think cars are of his interest now. You know, you ask what people want or prefer, you drop $300 on a pair of shoes instead of dropping three grand on, you know, your first car. Right. Yeah. And things yeah. are expensive nowadays, unless you're really, it's, it's a huge barrier to overcome. Well, and I think then you start factoring in, you know, how many kids today are carrying gross student debt. Mm -hmm. Um, I look at what what my first house cost me versus what your first house is going to cost you. And, you know, like all that. Your first house when you're about 45. Mm, Maybe I was I was even 47, 48, you know, but all that all in my opinion, all that stuff factors into it. And and, you know, where where, you know, people of my generation again, had the ability to go, yeah, I'm going to buy my house and then get into my the car habit going. Mm-hmm. You, you can't do that anymore because yeah. once you buy your house, like you're, you're half a million dollars in debt. Your priorities completely and change, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you start shitting your kids and yeah. then all of a sudden, yeah. And so. everything changes. Yeah. And you get older uh, and... And now with everything happening later, you know, they don't, they don't have their early twenties to, to, you know, f- enjoy the, the lifestyle like we did. They, mm-hmm. if they want to get a piece of that, they got to work their asses off to be able to afford that. Whereas we didn't have to, you know, it was a luxury that, that, that young people today don't have. And I feel bad for them. It sucks. And it sucks for us because it's killing the industry too. Mm-hmm. I love you, Jeff. <laughs> well, thanks, what do you, man. what do you guys think about, uh, Motorsports. It's dying, and I'm sad. I know. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think that is the un, the unfortunate trend. Is yeah. you're gonna see less guys at the track. Support your local motorsports people. <laughs> yeah, when you see a lot of that type of content online. You're gonna get the more and more sour guys who keep saying race, race, race. But then you're just gonna get a bunch of people that are gonna be like, again, the newer. The newer people coming in are are going like the. Well, younger I don't generation. think there's newer people coming. Yeah, in. there's there's not, but the few that are, the younger mm-hmm. generation is what we or what people should be trying to like you know captivate, get them into. You should because without them, there's not gonna be anyone. No there's not gonna be any future in motorsports. But can you blame them? Why like why would they? You can race. Well, on the I, I got for I got two personal dollars. opinions on that. One, uh, I think the guys who are into motorsports. 
and I'm guilty of this as well. Yeah, right? yeah. When I was into motorsports myself, um, and, and and like autocrossing and going to the track, I was one of those guys going online saying you're not a real enthusiast unless you're driving, right? And I think that continue this continues to create a divide. I don't think that helps mm-hmm. when the guys these these elitists go out and say, hey, I'm I I track my car. You're mm-hmm. you're not an enthusiast because you don't track your car. I don't think that helps create more it, it it doesn't create the bridge to bring those guys in no right? you gotta welcome them in no absolutely uh the second thing is the guys who are into it right now because i uh, it's very evident if you go to the track right now you go to the track and you look at the guys who are racing they're either younger guys uh without kids or they're much older guys with grown-up kids mm-hmm. right and uh i saw that myself i was really into it until like you said jeff you know you buy your house you get, you get married, you start having kids, your priorities change. So there isn't that, there, as these younger guys start getting in, start getting married, start buying houses, start having other priorities, I don't see the, 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 this wave of younger guys coming in now. No, because, and, and that the fiscal responsibility and burden that they're undertaking mm-hmm. is 10 times what I did when I was their age. For sure. So, you know, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. It's you know, um, that unless there's you know yeah no there's nothing. The barriers to get in the that cost of, the cost of admission is right. insane. I mean you can go on drag race real cheap right but forty dollars forty dollars forty dollars go, go drag race and safe right. Um, I just don't see a lot of guys interested in that. No. I, I I'm seeing less and less of it. So, I haven't been out to Friday nights. I don't. I'm, it's house Friday nights at Castro. I'll be honest with you. I've never been to Friday nights. No, <laughs> I haven't been in yeah. years. So. Yeah, I think there's still the the good, you know, the the bracket racer crowd that yeah. continues to go out, and you see more familiar faces than new faces. But that bracket racing crowd, how old are they? They're getting they're that's, that's going away too, right? I'd say they're older than me. A lot of them, you know. Aren't you like sixty or something? You're pushing it. But. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no, and then that I think that's another concern too for a lot of that stuff is is the 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 user group is aging out mm-hmm. and like aging out to like way out, yeah, yeah. So. to a better place. Um, Support your local track if you can. Yeah. But it, it, I think it goes beyond that too, though. Like, um, what's going to happen to the Model T Club of Canada if there is one? In the next 10 The five, years. six, seven chef group, right? Yeah, like what happens when there's nobody to pass the torch to? And I, I that that's going to be weird because I think that's going to kill like a lot of stuff. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, you look at, and, and the five, six, seven chefs, there's, there's, I think, still hope for that. But when you look at like model T's and stuff, you're like, what's the appeal? Like I never got the appeal. I never did, and I'm an old man. Um, so, so these younger guys, you know, when these guys that are are 70, 80 years old that have their pristine, fully restored, you know, whatever, what's going to happen when those guys go and their and their kids don't give a shit? What's going to happen to everything? Yeah, is it all just die? Man, you don't have to get so depressing. Oh, Jesus but Christ. You got to wonder that's about so, that, man. That's so like, sad. 
even even go to the the 33 Fords, you know, the 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 classic hot rod coupes. It will always have a a market for those. I think it, because the reach is so great. But that market is going to contract to to almost nothing. And then what's going to happen with all these cars? Yeah. And and all this history and all this knowledge, it's going to just disappear. It needs internet points. That's what it needs. It needs internet points so young but that's, people... That's a, yeah. But then again, also at the same time, young people can't afford that kind of stuff. So it's like it's a niche thing, right? It is. And I, and those, I think a lot of those niches are dying. Literally yeah. dying. Yeah. And, and I think they're not going to come back. And that's sad. Let us let us share your passion, Driven. <laughs> Bring it to Driven. Seriously, we, everything. We try. We try. And, and on that point, it's quite frustrating because... We don't um, want to see it die. It's we cool. we we want these clubs to come up and promote mm-hmm. what they do, right? And um, there's still this divide. So I don't think that's changing. If you're talking about trends, I just still don't think there's going to be a huge change in, you know, enthusiasts as a unification whole yeah, coming yeah. together. That's not going to happen. And 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 I will debate this that I don't think it's the younger guys who no. have issue with. A model Young, T at the, sh- the show. No, the younger guys are way less rigid about like, like you look at a lot of the clubs that are out there now and you, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're browsing social media and they, they run the full gambit. They've got everything, you know, in their clubs. Um, whereas as the older generation, Gen X and up are, are way more militant and, and purist, and, purist and less accepting of, of, you know, something outside the norm or that's not quite up to par. Um, they're the ones that I think put yeah. up the barricades. You know, they they don't they don't want to intermingle with others. Yeah, it's like pride, but taking a step too far. And it's, that's what's going to kill them, though. You know, get hey hey uh, Edmonton Street Rod Association, you have a great show. It's well attended. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Send send a contingent of five or ten cars to Driven and and maybe yeah. get some new eyeballs on it, and and build some fans for the future yeah. so that you know uh, in twenty years somebody's still building hot rods, old school cool hot rods, like gassers or you know, that's what my concern is. What the old guys are doing now is that they're yeah. not they're not setting up their legacy. They're just gonna let it die because they're stubborn. Mm. Mm-hmm. 